Welcome back to Trader Talk, the podcast that focuses on trading education for beginners and experienced traders. Each episode, we will sit down with a trader to discuss various strategies and tips to improve your edge, as well as the risks associated with trading and investing. Thank you to my sponsor, eToro, for powering this series. eToro makes trading easy by giving quick access to the world's most popular digital currencies with low fees and social trading features in one simple app, allowing you to trade and invest on the go. Two, one. Hey everyone, welcome back to Trader Talk. Wendy O here. I've got a special guest. I have Crypto Hamster here. How are you doing today, Hamster? Uh, thanks. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. So, okay, you guys, I know that Crypto Hamster is not his real name, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but that's who he is on Twitter. So make sure you guys follow him. Um, but Crypto Hamster, I'm just going to call you Hamster. He posts a lot of really, really amazing content on Crypto Twitter. Like um, he's one of the people that I follow, one of the traders that I'll kind of go ahead and go back to some of his work and check mine sometimes big, you know, what's he saying here? Because it's always very, it's very accurate. It's their charts are always very clean. So I'm excited to have you on and talk. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, share whatever you want to share with the audience. Uh, thanks a lot. Well, first of all, I'm really happy to be on your show. I really appreciate it. And uh, it's, it's nice to talk with people and always to share anything which you have and maybe help uh, others with any knowledge which you already acquired during the, this amazing, amazing journey with crypto and in general in trading and so on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, on Twitter and most of the resources, I have YouTube channel and Telegram. I'm Crypto Hamster. Uh, actually, the, um, um, uh, on Twitter, Crypto Hamster IO because Crypto Hamster was taken. Uh, my real name is Kirill. I'm Russian and tongue breaking name. Sorry about that. So, just you can call me Hamster because it's simpler, <laughs> easier to pronounce. And um, yeah, I'm from Russia. I live in Japan right now for almost like eight years. Uh, currently in the shiny um, island of Okinawa. It's a nice weather here and you can go to s- go swim or whatever you want. So uh, I am um, not the uh, uh, trader or uh, like a um, uh, person who is doing finances or economy uh, by so from the beginning, like from the university or something. I didn't have the classical education in that area, but I always was um, fascinated about the issues uh, related with money and economy in general. Um, I think I thought that it is kind of a um, important uh, in general for uh, people and for society for history so um, I was always was interesting how those things are operating and um, I started probably like 20 years ago to maybe try some trading some some tips about it and, and uh, in general about the investment strategies and so on how the uh, economy uh, operates how the money flow and so on so um, and uh, maybe like three, maybe four years or something like that, I, I got interested in trading um, crypto in general because, uh, you know, the main point of the um, uh, trading is getting uh, profits, right? So we all mm-hmm. want to get some money. And the thing is that if you trade the traditional uh, assets like stocks, bonds, commodities like Forex, um, you'd have to either have a um, huge capital to be um, more or less profitable to to earn a reasonable amount of money. But uh, the second way is to use the leverage trading. But uh, first one, first option requires a lot of money. uh, And second one requires a lot of risks uh, because again, if you use marginal trading, it's easy to get liquidated, to get stopped out with um, certain losses. But 
when you trade crypto and with Bitcoin in particular, you can basically trade spot, which means you don't use the uh, leverage. Uh, you just buy the physical, quote unquote, physical Bitcoin, because of course it's not physical digital. So you uh, buy a physical Bitcoin and then you sell it. But at the same time, you have enough of volatility. So the change in the price with time is quite um, huge. And in that way, the uh, profits which you can get is uh, are quite huge um, anyway of course you can get some losses but since you're trading spot you can't get liquidated you can't get really wrecked so you can't lose everything unless you sell it so yeah that was interesting point and then when i actually um, uh, digged into the fundamentals about the bitcoin itself uh, i figured out well wait a second it's it's kind of a potential for the future uh, in, in the finance and economy in general, because like it's a new technology and maybe a digital gold and so on. So from that point of time, I decided, well, it's, it might be something which you could want to do for um, long term, uh, maybe like decades or something, and then uh, getting more experienced in that and skilled in that, uh, you can um, be on the edge of the future development of this area. So yeah, from that point, I, I started to dig deeper and deeper. And currently, I mostly, as you pointed out, I mostly tweet about uh, crypto, um, Bitcoin in particular, because, you know, altcoins sometimes can be referred as cheap coins, and they always go to zero for a couple of years already. So yeah, and um, in general, like people are um, sometimes say like, well, altcoins can give you 10x or 100x, Bitcoin doesn't give you that, that. but at the same time, the risks with altcoins are uh, are huge, and the um, uh, the same risk you can get trading Bitcoin with again with little leverage, uh, providing you pretty much the same uh, profits if you um, are if you are uh, accurate. And then, uh, what's what's the point trading altcoins unless you are really like a fan or or a believer in a certain technology, which is always kind of having uh, two sides. So. Yeah, um, that that's my my story and who I am. So, are you a maximalist? I would say I'm pretty much maximalist to some extent about Bitcoin, uh, and there are reasons for that. I mean, some people are probably would would, would probably articulate it better than me, but in general, um, yeah, it's the technology which um, com combines the um, may maybe the optimal. Um, a relation between the uh, safety, the um, liquidity, the uh, um, technological uh, kind of advances for, for for this field. And yeah, when you want to make like it super fast, you always have to sacrifice the uh, security and, and so on and so forth. So Bitcoin in that way is a kind of a maybe safe haven for the huge um, uh, investors, huge um, capital, which in principle drives the um, economy, drives the asset, uh, not not only in crypto, but in, in overall space. So in that way, probably Bitcoin has the most uh, reliable future. So yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of a maximist. Okay. So do you trade, um, do you trade traditional stocks or products or just, just crypto or just Bitcoin right now? Uh, for for a few years only crypto again because of the thing uh, with the um, uh, well like better um, real, uh, better ratio of the risk and reward um, stocks again I would say that some people say crypto and Bitcoin uh, is the thing which is um, often manipulated by like whales huge market huge players uh, and so on 
but and because again liquidity is not that huge as comparing to stocks but uh, guys you should realize that with stocks uh, there are really really huge and um, like dangerous sharks out there and they will rip you off so easy um, easily and yeah with with bitcoin maybe there are more more um of retail people who are on the kind of on the same level as you so it's um less maybe maybe at some point less dangerous and again in terms of the profits with liquidity to uh, with volatility to spot uh, it's it's better and again um there are some um there is, a, there is an opinion that maybe we are in a huge, huge bubble in terms of like stocks and, and general capital. So maybe it will be pop up so, soon. So what, what do you want? Why, do you, why, why would you want to invest? And investment is a part of the uh, uh, general uh, dealing with, with assets. So you, of course you trade in the short term, but another part you invest for long term. So mm -hmm. uh, why would you actually want to invest into something which has a huge risk to go to much, much lower values? Maybe it will not recover any, anytime soon. So, but with Bitcoin, uh, yeah, of course people would say like, you would just better to put it like one, 2% of your uh, investment portfolio. But I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm just, too young, and then I'm I'm more I'm riskier than I should be. But in that way, like I'm 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 ready. I'm I'm okay to take the risk of um, being a long-term investor if the price goes down too much and stays there for a few years or something. But yeah, that that's that's my profile. So how how did you learn to trade initially? Um, by losing money, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, people are saying like, well, guys, if you want to be a professional trader or you if you want to make money in trading like go take the learning course don't don't invest your money first uh, uh, or, or invest just a little or try like 100 bucks and then uh, like just dip your toes in, in the space and feel how this, this operates and so on um i have maybe a little bit of marginal opinion in that and i would say that unless uh, as, as soon as you are not losing money you will not learn anything because a huge part of this and success in this field is when you feel the losses when you like your your money which you earn with your blood and sweat and then you you put it in this and you think oh i'm so right i will be a millionaire and then you get like a uh, the trade or the deal which gives you like 10x profit and you, you say oh i was right i like in a in a year i will be a on, on the beach somewhere and just drinking pina colada and just go trade from my laptop. And then uh, you invest more and more, you trade with the higher and higher risk, and then you lose like 10x from your initially you put in the, or 100x and then say, oh, I was so stupid. And you learn from that mistake. Um, actually, there is a nice saying, I forgot who said that, but um, from your trade, you either get profits or you learn something or you get skills or experience. So, my point is um if you want to trade of course you need to know like basic stuff like how the uh, technical analysis some fundamental analysis but if you really want to to be more or less good at it so you just need to lose money you'd have to just invest <laughs> what what do you can would you have um, of course don't invest as much uh, don't invest more than you afford to lose as they say but um, still you'd have to lose something so yeah that, that's what i did and um of course i, I followed um, a lot of the, well, I learned a lot of, studied a lot of the uh, issues with like technical analysis, fundamental analysis, and with Bitcoin, uh, there's a new thing like on-chain and yeah, I did all of that, but um, on, on parallel with that, I just, I just practiced, I, I trade as, as much as I could 
uh, not to lose too much, but yeah, there was some bad and good trades as well. So what resources did you learn to kind of get yourself started? Like, were there books? Was it YouTube channels? Was it like a, like a website or like a course? Like what, what, what resources did you use that the audience maybe can kind of go back and, you know, take advantage of? Yeah, there are a few books, of course, but I'd say they, they are giving you the general perspective of what it, what it is, what, what's the trading and like um, you, you, you can refer to, to many of them. I, I don't want to like specify um, any particular book because like it depends on the person who is reading and like the, the personal uh, perspective, personal traits. But uh, in general, I'd say that from, for, for the beginning, you really don't need to be really technical. Uh, you just need to learn the basic stuff, and like with it, during this 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 time with, with the internet and everything, you can get it pretty easily with like condensed information. Just Google things like what's the strategy for uh, like trading stocks or trading some assets or whatever. What's the technical patterns on the charts? What is the fundamental notes? It's those are pretty simple things, and you you learn those with the very condensed um a short amount of time and it's much more efficient uh comparing with like you you have like 10 or 100 books and you try to read those and then it will it takes like five years you better go to the college and, and get a degree but then you want to get uh profitable sooner right so i would say just just google things which you want uh follow follow people on social media like uh, again twitter uh and uh like maybe linkedin or uh, medium which are posting things which you think is um are, are reasonable but apparently with time you will realize that some of them are scammers they don't know what to say but again this is a learning process mm -hmm. so you'd, you'd have to take the um like goods and and best from 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 that process so just just simple steps uh whichever like if you have any kind of the field which you want to learn in um whether it's trading or cooking or or fitness uh you don't you in terms of the efficiency you don't want to uh spend too much time it's like um you know there's a, a semi-empirical law which is called pareto law uh mm -hmm. if you're familiar with that mm -hmm. yeah well for for listeners for for those who who see who watch the um show it's um basically for the first 80 um percent of the uh, profits or for, for the acquisition of things which you, you, you try to get to, uh, you uh, get it with 20% uh, of efforts and the rest 20% of, of the result you get from the rest of 80% um, uh, of effort. So just put a little bit and you get the most uh, result from the uh, first first uh, attempts. So yeah, that's may maybe it's a kind of a general answer, but um, I don't have the better one. So when you, okay, let's, let's talk about like a setup. How do you identify a setup? What is your ritual? What are the steps that you use to say, okay, this looks good. I want to enter into this, or this doesn't look good. I don't want to enter into this. Yeah, it's uh, well, again, it's, it's a very tricky question and you'd have to be more or less prepared to, to that. Um, um, I probably would touch another thing with the indicators because people are kind of fascinated sometimes especially at the beginning about the indicators mm -hmm. like oh i see this indicator flashing buy or flashing sell now i need to go to, to this trade the thing is um the market is pretty simple if you look at that um based in the in the general terms so uh, 
first of all, you'd have to define the trend, right? So um, there is saying like, don't catch falling knives. Uh, and it doesn't depend whether the price goes down or, 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 or up. Uh, if it, it goes this direction too, too much, too fast, so you, sh you, you better stay away. Uh, so you need to define the trend. If the trend, like, like say, um, imagine that Bitcoin price from 2015 to 2018 was going up. So at the point of time of 2016, when you saw the prices constantly start, started to climb, uh, okay, this is the rising trend which has started. So you, you're considering that uh, you'd better operate uh, and trade according to this trend. And within this long-term trend, uh, your most of your uh, trades should be uh, to the long side, so you should buy and then sell sell um, higher. And within this trend on a on the shorter time frame, okay, you'd better to uh, watch the local like patterns or setups, as you say. Uh, the the again the uh, trading uh, with uh, crypto it's pretty the same as trading the other assets. You're uh, after you define a trend, you look at the support resistance, you look at the volume, uh, and you see the you, you try to you, you should to uh, try to figure out how the um, general uh, traders uh, like with better to having like more money and like huge whales or whatever um, think of the market than itself whether they think that it's, it's better to pump it or it's better to sell it so you, you always have, have to think about the person on the other side of the trade so mm -hmm. as soon as you have like like the rough image of that okay you think maybe at this point uh, the um, uh, smart money accumulated uh, long positions so I probably better to stick with the long position as well uh, and so again in terms of this is kind of a semi-psychological thing but in terms of the technical analysis uh it's pretty straightforward uh for the general trade as soon as you de uh, define a trend uh you see the support and resistance levels uh you figure out the point for, from where you better to enter the trade and some stop losses which is very important and then you enter the trade if price goes um according to your uh, prediction and well in terms of the indicator you just have to find the, the confirmations from the signals of those because they're always uh, later than the price action itself mm -hmm. so this is kind of a merged uh, picture like a mosaic which you get um, at the end and then with it, it lets you go to the trade if you find it you spot some patterns like head and shoulders or like double top whatever you have uh, it's it's always uh, nice uh, again like a additional confirmation for your bias um, and yeah it, it gives you more uh, confidence to enter the trade and you do that do you have a favorite indicator that you use? I don't, but I have like a set of the indicators which I usually do look at. Uh, and again, those are pretty um, like widely used, like RSI, mm -hmm. uh, MACD, Stochastic, Stochastic RSI. Um, recently, um, uh, TD Sequential, Tumblr Mark Sequential, which is counting the number of the uh, candles and like setting up the entries depending on the uh, those counts for green and on red candles um, yeah but for the for the uh, favorite ones I would say that I try to have like three four of those and look at uh, maybe some uh, more or less 
um, significant signals from those like like divergences. Those are the most powerful, one of the most powerful signals which you can get with an indicator when let's say price goes one way and the indicator shows that the price actually should go the other way. And you say, okay, then probably something is hidden behind the chart and you mm -hmm. might have the chance to go the uh, trade which is against the crowd, which like people seeing prices going up, okay, whoa, we should go up and let's buy. But your indicators are saying, well, actually, well, it might be the end of this rising trend. And at the same time you see, okay, we actually rose like 200% uh, from some point. So maybe it is the end of the rise and you should consider to flip on the other side of the trade. So yeah, that, that's how I try to use those. Okay, that's actually interesting. I'm not a big divergences person because I have okay. a I have a hard time spotting them, but I know people that are. And um, I always like I always love to watch you guys work because I'm like, well, how did they see that? I didn't see that because okay, I'll I have a chart, so I'll like take a look at the chart with all the different divergences. I'll take a look at my chart and like try to apply them. I know I just for some reason I don't catch on to them. So if you guys have any divergence questions, reach out to Crypto Hamster. He could help you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I actually I have so many. Uh, like comments on Twitter, people are uh, saying like, oh, here is divergence. And I say, mm. well, no, it's not actually. And then they say, oh, you're posting this is divergence, but it's, it's a different divergence. It's bullish divergence, but it's bearish. And I say, no, you're wrong. Go to the textbooks and, and, and check it out. And that's actually, there's a very, very simple uh, rule to define it. Um, I can I can send you some uh, picture. You can say you look at it and say, oh, oh, that's how, how you do that. And it's it's actually, there's nothing like, um, super complicated in this, those things. And you just need a little bit of practice and you'll say, oh, well, why, why I didn't see it before. So yeah, just uh, send me a message on Twitter and I'll let you know how to do that. It's, it's really, really simple. I will for sure. So let's talk about um, an edge. Do you have like an edge or any type of secret that kind of helps you to, you know, become a better trader or something that you do that nobody else does? Um, yes and no. The okay. answer is pretty boring. At, at some point, but at the same time, it's very uh, um, important because people don't don't really give the most most of the most of the people don't give the importance of the, to that issue. So, I, I if I'm not mistaken, there is a kind of a, a semi uh, joke about the experiment with the Wall Street traders, which were given the certain amount of money or maybe like uh, uh, virtual money to trade uh, stocks and. Uh, uh, like experiments, they try to figure out who, who is the best trader. At the same time, a monkey was given the same chance, like the, the pushing buttons, sell and, and buy. And guess what? Who was who won? Apparently, monkey won. So in, in, this, in this way, you may say, oh, well, you, you just can't flip a coin, right? And, and be uh, the same profitable as others. The thing is, uh, it's, a, it's a part of the joke at some point, but actually, it doesn't matter how uh, accurate you are in a certain particular trade, but the more important is your risk strategy. So mm -hmm. for like, imagine you have a thousand dollars and you want to trade and be profitable. So uh, for a single trade, like a simple rule, uh, empirical rule, which you can apply is that for a single trade or maybe like a day, if you make several trades a day, you shouldn't put more than 1% of your investment uh, in those trades. So if you have a thousand dollars, don't lose more than 1%. So, okay, you put $10 in this trade. If you lost, just don't just take a break to, to for, 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 a, for a day and then uh, try to do it tomorrow. So if you make like, like 20, 30 bad trades, then it still will, you'll lose like 20, 30% or something like that. But if you make more than 1% of the risk, you, your uh, capital will dry out so fast 
-hmm. And if you're like ex expecting, okay, maybe I will be uh, correct 50% of times. Uh, and then uh, with the uh, five or, or 10 bad trades when you risk too much, uh, they might be um, wrong, like five or, or 10 in a row, because you like in terms of statistics, you might get unlucky. And then you get like 500 bucks instead of uh, 1000 bucks from the beginning and then getting profitable from that 500 bucks or back to the breaking even, it's, it's really hard. It's almost impossible again, statistically. But if you have like 1% of the trade as a risk, then eventually, even though you might, might lose like five or, or more percent in general uh, from your capital, statistically, you will return more and more again, uh, eventually by, by having those like half of the trades profitable. So the risk strategy is the most important, uh, in my opinion, and people just don't appreciate the thing. They want to get rich fast, and um, that, that's one thing. Uh, sorry for being long with, it, um, uh, with this answer, but the sec second important thing is not being too greedy and not being too uh, fearful. Because, again, when you're getting uh, profits, you think that you, you're starting to be... Uh, a genius in, in this thing and you want to get more and more and you invest more and more and getting more and more risk uh, and it often it often uh, ends very bad and at the same time if you do bad trades and that makes you feel anxious and uh, you lose your confidence and you say oh I did I think I did everything right why I actually didn't play out why I'm losing money maybe I'm not good at all so you you start to um, getting afraid of doing the same same thing but it's not because you were wrong it's because just because the market doesn't uh, go the same uh, the, the like rational way uh, in fact we are we're all trade probabilities so you have like a setup as we just discussed before okay you think that this this is the right way for the price to go um, like the chance of this trade being profitable is like 60 percent right so if you make 10 trades of that you'll have six um, profitable and four um, with losses so just to make to make 10 trades and then on average you will be profitable so this is the second thing just just don't let your emotions um, rule your trading decisions I'm actually glad you talked about risk a lot because a lot of people think that you can just go ahead and start trading and you can make money but the way that you explained it is essentially kind of building your portfolio up and building your risk tolerance up till you you know till you feel comfortable until you're more skilled so that's important to people so you guys when you're trading when you're learning how to trade use a small amount of your capital that you have designated for trading. So like he said, if you have a thousand dollars, you don't have to put your whole entire stack of $1,000 up. You can do $10, you can do a hundred, you can do 500, whatever you feel comfortable with, with your risk. Because at the end of the day, when you're investing, you're not guaranteed to get any of this money back. Whatever amount you have that you want to invest, consider it gone. Consider it that you don't have it anymore because exactly. there could be something that happens with risk to where you lose everything. And that is, it does happen. It happens to the best of us it happens to to everybody like everybody has that experience to where you were completely wrecked or liquidated because you let your emotions get involved because you let the psychology of the market kind of impact you so i guess my next question for you is what was your best and worst trade um if you feel comfortable talking about it yeah sure absolutely uh i would say more bad trades <laughs> than good trades but um okay i'll start with a good one uh, I'd say that the best trade was maybe, again, well, we're talking about crypto, um, that was at the end of 2018 when we had, when we hit something like, uh, $3,200, uh, around the bottom 
after one year bear market and a lot of people were calling for the continuation of the drop mm -hmm. and in fact it would be a more reasonable more like rational again but market is irrational irrational always often and then i um thought that wait a second it's probably the uh, i i saw again some signs i um, seen some patterns which okay maybe this is the indication for the price is actually kind of bottoming out mm -hmm. and then i uh, took the long from pretty much uh, 3500 and i started to grow the long position along the way up to like almost like $12,000 or something and that at, at that point i said oh it, we are going too fast so that was the right and a, and a very nice trade in my opinion like like a set of the trades actually uh, in fact i would say i got lucky lucky at that point because um well there is an opinion that this rise was kind of again manipulated because you might heard heard about the uh, chinese ponzi scheme uh, plus token mm -hmm. which is um, well might be guilty for the dump of the price after um like the summer 2019 but at the same time they might be uh, guilty for the price going up and at the same time there is a second well before that right from for, from three thousand dollars at the same time there was another reason for for that uh maybe a major one as the printing printing of tether mm -hmm. which is I remember used, that <laughs> yeah yeah and actually i tweeted very very nice chart in my in my opinion sir for being so arrogant no, um, no. <laughs> when, when when you have when you when you see the um capitalization of tether going up because they are printing more and more um uh so-called coins and then you you uh, overlay it on the price ch uh, chart of the price of bitcoin and then you see that the difference time difference between the point of time when you have the another um rise of the capitalization of tether and the rise of the price like four weeks almost like fixed um period of time like maybe like a month or four four weeks and it was so so clear uh dependence that you say oh so they are printing tether during the one month they are kind of accumulating and then they pump the price so that was another might it might be an manipulation i'm not sure I'm, I'm not stating anything like that but uh still i i just might be got lucky at that trade so this was the profitable thing um the um thing which i would call uh, a huge loss is and here actually i can i can actually tell the exact uh, amount of money which i lost so um i was like trying to test different strategies different approaches and at some point again i took 100 dollars, and i would suggest i actually i, I might sound a bit contradictory con, uh, like contradictory to myself when i say oh go ahead and lose a lot of money and then i say oh but you need to apply some risks so guys you, it, there is a like like the step-by-step -step process so initially you of course would try to um apply all those strategies like you're not getting too much um uh into the uh, like applying more more uh, too much risks but uh you probably wouldn't get wouldn't get successful from the first attempt so probably when you invest this one thousand dollars and put like one percent risk at every trade uh, it's a very high chance that you lose eventually all that one thousand dollars but it is a learning curve you'll you'll get it uh eventually with time so uh speaking about this uh bad trade what i did i just decided i would test like this certain strategy which i want to try uh, it was quite aggressive quite uh, risky but i said okay that's 100 bucks why not to try try it out maybe it will be profitable so i i might be get uh, get lucky again uh and i just made this from this 100 bucks i made like 800 
I said, oh, it's a nice strategy. And then from this 800, I maybe made it, made it like uh, maybe three, $4,000. So from 100, it was actually quite fast, like a, like a week or maybe 10 days. Wow. So, whoa, I'm a genius. So I'll be like a billionaire soon. Okay, it's all good. So then I... Uh, made from this uh, three four thousand dollars I made like 15 and then eventually so it, it, it ended up with me having like 44 five forty six thousand dollars from 100 in less than a month so it's like whatever 40 450x wow. right so I thought wow why didn't I put here like like ten thousand or hundred thousand whatever we have why did I sell my house so yeah I got a big beating myself and then um, I got greedy Pretty much, I got greedy. I thought this is a good strategy. I will apply it more and more and more. And then, um, when it stopped working, at some point, which apparently all the strategies are are like that, they work until the point they stop stop working. So I thought, oh no, it's probably just temporal thing. I just will continue with my um, strategy a little more. I will rise my uh, stop losses, which I which you shouldn't do if you set your stop loss. Just go with it. So I didn't follow uh, actually my own rules, even within this strategy. And so it was $45,000 at some point, then it got to 30, then it had 25, I keep, keep losing money. And then I ended up uh, losing everything. Boy. So yeah, yeah, those things happen. But as again, I, I learned from that and that, that, that's how you are uh, getting uh, more knowledge and skills and then. Well, it sounds like it was a very expensive lesson, but really wasn't too expensive. It was like a hundred dollar yeah. lesson. It was more like exactly. a, it was yeah. more like a pride thing because you were able to grow that hundred dollars to like thirty, forty-five k, and then there was. It sounded like there was some things that happened. Maybe there was like some stress that was occurring, and like you said, you weren't following your 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 like risk management strategy. So a trading strategy, I feel, is a little bit different than a risk risk a risk strategy because. Absolutely you have steps that you take when you're with trading that you're like, okay, I'm going to enter on this, take my profit here, have a stop here. You have all that stuff. But then there's also these outside factors that come in. Like me personally, I have my daughter that's like running around with me. So I know if she's home and I'm starting to get a little frustrated and like, and she needs, she needs me. Sometimes I'll miss out on trades because I can't, I'm unable to focus and really concentrate on what I do. And I've tried trading like when, you know, she's like running around and being extra needy, but sometimes it just doesn't work out that way because then you know you get you get a little frustrated and you get you start getting a little bit emotional and then so yeah I totally understand with what with what yeah, you're I think saying. I saw I saw you're posting this thing like oh I'm trying to like make a trade and and write a post in different hand and like like doing like playing with my with my baby at the same time yeah it's it's really hard but yeah, yeah you, you're getting it's hard. Get it's, it. it's hard but thanks for sharing that because that sounds like a tough like a tough loss <laughs> yeah at some point but again I mean you you should just uh, be uh, kind of even you should appreciate that because again uh, you might think oh I'm so stupid I might be like so much uh, better get so much money but this is the thing you you can't get like a super rich or, or million or whatever short short term you you might mm -hmm. get lucky you like there's a chance of course like win a lottery ticket and get a lottery right. winning big but well, 99.9% .9 of people don't 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 think that you will be one of those. Like, right. just uh, expect that you will be the average. Don't get get too arrogant in that way. So, and if you will do that, if, on the long term, again, maybe you will be not too, too um, you'll not too too much of the profits uh, short, but with with time, they will grow like a snowball. And then, if you will be uh, cautious, if you will be consistent 
that that will um, actually pay out. So let's talk a little bit about um, some advice. So what advice would you give yourself today when you first started trading? Mm. With all that that's you've a, learned, all, all that you've learned, all that you know, all the experiences that you have, like what would you have told yourself? What would you have told Baby Hamster when Baby Hamster first started trading mm. the first day? This is a good, really good question. What would I, what would I, would I say? Uh, maybe trade more. Okay. Even, even more. This is like the, the main point. Um, well, I might say like buy Bitcoin as well. <laughs> this is just a part of like the strategies, but in general, I advise buy Bitcoin. Um, what else? What, what, what else is like some, something which is really special? Um, maybe the thing which gives you more perspective and, uh, in, in the short term, it's not that, um, hmm, affecting you but in the long run it pays out a lot is that try to well let's say you trade crypto right but mm -hmm. at the same time you may look at the different assets different markets like in general my fundamental analysis people some people say that this is everything some people say that uh it's uh, always follows the technical analysis so but at the same time it gives you the perspective so as soon as you're applying the general uh, vision for like economy let's say uh, Bitcoin is following stocks, right? And we have this global crisis, coronavirus, whatever which is having right now. And you think of the like general market cycles, and you think, okay, maybe we're in the in the recession, or maybe it will be like a huge drop, and maybe the the crypto will follow. And you say, oh, I'm a maximalist. Crypto will be thriving during the crisis, and 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 you are trying to apply different approaches. And when you have this. Um, um, multifaceted image in your head it, it's you're getting better in in uh, understanding and realizing like a small small uh, parts of your um, trades your learning curve in the long run as well uh, I don't say that I didn't uh, take this approach at all but learning more about the general things uh, like global things I think it's it's really uh, important as well so essentially kind of combine like technical analysis and fundamentals. Um, I wouldn't say combining it, but just trying to get better understanding of the space, even okay. for, again, even for the crypto, um, it's not a, Mm, maybe I should give this advice to me as, as well. Like uh, understand the technicals, now, not technical analysis from the trading, but what, what, what Bitcoin is, what is the hash rate? How does that rate? What's mm -hmm. the supply and demand? How, how you mine the coins, uh, learn code. You may think, Oh, I'm, I'm trader. I don't need to know how to code, but man, if you're actually know the, the, the fundamental, the basics of that, you would be uh, much more, uh, confident in the uh, uh, making certain um, like even trading decisions when you you see some kind of news and say oh hash rate is going down man we are going to zero in price and if you understand what's that say oh no 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 it's not it's just things which are not uh, related directly yeah there might be some volatility but in general maybe it's the opportunity to buy instead of going um, fearful and sell sell so this is a thing which is like having your um, uh, knowledge and skills wider a little bit. Of course, it should be sharp at, at some point, but making it a little bit more rounded is also very important. 
I'm actually glad that you talked about the fun, some of the fundamentals regarding Bitcoin because a lot of traders I know they don't really pay attention to that stuff. Like to me, when miners are taking profit, that's important um, because it kind of tells you when the market can, you know, might see a little bit of a downturn. And the reason being is, is because it, whether they decide to sell it OTC or whether they, they decide to sell it on the market, they sell it OTC. It's really not going to, you know, do too much with the market. But if they have to take profits and they have to do it fast and they put it on like, you know, an exchange, then you can see some issues with the market and the hash rate too. So it's important that you talked about that because a lot of people don't take those types of fundamentals into consideration. And in fact, they are extremely important because the miners at the end of the day, the miners dictate everything with supply and demand. If they're not producing enough or, you know, something happens or, you know, they're having issues with electricity or all that type of stuff, it does impact the market. So I'm glad that you touched on that. Um, but before we get going, why don't you go ahead and shill yourself? Do you have anything you want to either leave the audience with or do you want, like, do you have a product or do you have a course, like anything that you want to kind of promote here, I guess? Um, I don't have a course yet. And many people are saying like, oh, let's, let's make like, um, uh, lessons for, for trading or whatever. I just have, don't have much time to do that, but probably I will, uh, for shilling, just go to Twitter, um, at creepy hamster. I, uh, there are links for my YouTube and telegram. You can go there. Actually, I have two uh, channels sent to um, a telegram chat as well, Russian and English. Nice. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of better in Russian. Sorry about that. So my English, I, I had the, the, those merged at, at the beginning and it was a huge mistake. So I had to split them in two. And now my English, like very small, like less than a thousand people. Uh, Russian is better, big, bigger, but probably because my Russian is better than my English. So that's why. But anyway, uh, if you wanted to follow, just go to Twitter. And again, um, th there is this thing which I have to um um say like like a disclaimer uh people often may especially they, they when they are new to the space uh they often make a mistake when they see something uh people, some person on, on media saying like okay uh, i see that bitcoin is going like this way and, and reach this this price at, the, at that time uh first of all it's not like a certainty even not the certainty of the opinion of this person is just uh, the possibility that, that which uh, this person expresses. Well, let's say you see the, the chart uh, and certain pattern and some signal and say, okay, there's a high chance that the price would, would go there. And people, people often uh, write me that, oh, you are too bearish or, or oh, you, you, you wrote this uh, many times and then uh, you were bullish, but price went down. Actually, I, I wasn't it was the chart and i just shared the chart which which you which i found on the chart it's not my bullishness or my bearishness is the the thing which is on the chart and you can apply that if you think it is reasonable or not but this is like the information which you can use for your um, better understanding and better trading um, whatever uh yeah th this is the important thing which you should keep in mind don't fall into the other person uh, or like influencer or whatever like like a specialty special opinion because they might say that there's a chance but you might you might think that oh it's actually a certainty no there is no certainty there's only a probability I'm glad that you said that. So again, you guys, um, when you, if you're, whether you are a new trader or old school trader, just make sure to get your emotions in check. Uh, make sure, you know, it's good to look at other people's charts. It's good to kind of maybe compare your work with them, with theirs, but don't flip bias just because somebody says, hey, this is looking bullish or bearish. Do what your gut tells you, do what your analysis tells you. And if you're feeling uneven, like uneasy or like worried about it, don't enter into position. It's okay. You don't have to take every trade. Like if you miss- Great. If you, if you miss this trade, there will be another one. I promise. Bitcoin moves 24-7, 365. It doesn't
doesn't care. It's not like stocks or Forex. So you'll have time to get another entry, but just be patient. Yeah, that's great advice, actually. Like people are thinking, oh, if I will not buy now, price would, will go like $100,000 without me and I'm missing this opportunity. No, it's not. You will always have another train. Mm -hmm. Okay, Bitcoin will go to 100000 bucks, but you might have like an altcoin which is waiting for you and you will have like a thousand X on that. Just keep watching and mm -hmm. uh, keep another, another uh, trade uh, possibility to be open. And then like, okay, went to 100,000 bucks, maybe it's time to short and you will spot the opportunity then you will get even better and fast return. Never chase the trade. Uh, let the trade um, come to you. I agree with you. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. You guys make sure to follow Mr. Hamster on Twitter and I will have all his links down below. Thank you again. Have a good day.